Back to Jason Tatum, who's not black. I mean, who's not black, who's not white. Shit. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, it has all gone off the rails. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I love, we ordered a pizza from Mr. Gaddy's because all the other places were closed. That's how bad today's going. For 99 cents, by the way, people, if you donate 99 cents to this podcast, we will pocket all of that and not help these helpless chickens that these people are talking about. <laughs> I will, if you're going to buy me another beer next Sunday. I just got a big smile on my face because I'm so happy right now. Look, look, look. My stomach. The f- Blake Griffin on Jalen Brown, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Like, my world is so dominated by sports that I'm like, you know what? I think I need a break. I'm going to go watch that Nick Cage movie. All right, so I'm Sunberg. That's my statement. Yeah, yeah. By the way, yeah. But so, so the beard, it's 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 about to be summer in Texas. So I realize mm-hmm. I cannot deal with another six month of my six months of my uh, my face sweating. Mm-hmm. So I had. To- I thought you got a haircut too. Then you turn to the side, and it's just man bun. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere here. There it is. It, it oh, wasn't a it, it wasn't a man bun when I walked into the farmer's market today and then I, I there, it, was yep. just, it was windy. That's what happens. You walk in, you walk out of a farmer's market, you have a man bun, you don't even know how. It just happened at some point. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I walked out with pastries I don't remember buying. Okay. There. Granted, Fun, weird things happen at a farmer's market, but it's a hoot. Look, granted, Elliot the bartender just fucking gave me beers. There we go. So you know, he was asking for it. The but, arms are burning. Yeah, yeah. Now, see, this is the Beards and Balls podcast. I look at the burns, guys. I am one of your hosts. Son of a bitch. I am one of your hosts. So white. Okay, again, I am one of your hosts. You can follow me on Twitter at born to run underscore 19 Cheeseman. Where can they follow you on Instagram? At OG Cheeseman. Daryl, where can they follow you? At 3Ds1J on Twitter and the Coach's Challenge on Twitch. Oh, man. I you can you see right. where I had my watch on. I actually can, and that's sad. Yes. But, you know what? No, but let's get right into it. What's what's the big thing happening right now? It's the fucking NBA playoffs. Oh, the playoffs draft on Thursday. So, so, I will say, I'll be the first to say, draft-wise, I am not caught up at all. Every time I attempt to, like, catch up, some shit comes up in real life. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I have to pay taxes in real life. So that's happened. So but, uh, this is not really, you're not, the draft is, I don't know for me, it's not that interesting this year. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Look, it's, it's a draft without like legitimate quarterbacks. It's not like, the quarterback thing. Cause there've been plenty of drafts like this before. That's a good point. Is it, is it, is it more so that there's just like so many options for teams that are not looking for quarterbacks that like, it's like, you know what? Honestly, first round, if you kind of, it's really hard to miss in this draft. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it feel like? Yeah, I think that's it. There's not enough, there's not enough expense when it comes to, I I guess, like most of these prospects that are going in the first round seem like they're at least NFL starter level. Yeah. At least now, you know, know, people fuck up, you know, people, you know, do drugs, get drunk and wreck vehicles and kill people um that's why i took a you an uber but, today folks so yeah. remember always take an uber yeah you would yeah. think that also you know making million millions of dollars that you would have the common sense to have the critical well, thinking skills to know not to drink 
you know, to, to drop drunk. But, you know, that I, I mean, here's the thing. Like, the crazy thing about that is that it's when you're making that much money, it's not like an Uber is like make or break for your bank account. It literally doesn't matter. Unless it's you like, drive an Uber black. Yeah. But even for these guys, it's like <laughs> Uber black is like affordable. You know, I don't know. I don't I don't know. man. Like. This is this is an interesting draft because they're obviously deep at every. It feels like they're deep at every position, but quarterback. But quarterback, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see who takes who, kind of who fits in where. Again, I'm not going to pretend like I've been following college football all year and mm-hmm. know and get off me, cat. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like it, it's such an it's. Uh, it's an interesting thing because it feels like this is the first draft where I'm coming in not knowing anything about anybody, like for the first time in years. Same, and I just did a whole mock draft the other day. So. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know what? Fuck the NFL. Let's move on All to right, the shit bet. that's happening right now. Daryl, you're Miami mm-hmm. Heat. They're doing well. Please tell me about uh, that. Yeah, so they're winning by three right now against Atlanta. Currently watching this game. Kyle Lowry is out, uh, which hurts. You mean Wolverine, Even though, as he says? Yeah. You know, the thing about Kyle Lowry is it, it made so much sense to me the other day. I get why people hate Kyle Lowry. Like, yeah. I really do. But him playing, I, I get why Raptors fans love him so much. And he him not being in the game for Miami, it hurts. Because Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent are not – Good replacements for Kyle Lowry, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, Miami's up 2 1. Um, Jimmy had a 40 point game the other day. Uh, Tyler Hero is not a has not been he hasn't been the best. He's a good offensive player. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, Spoke keeps running these lineups with Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson on the court together, and I'm really trying to figure out why they keep doing that. Uh, because they want that white man energy on their day. They yeah, they that. need to. They need to. They need to. They need to. They need to stop that. That 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 combo is not is not good defensively. Uh, Bam Adebayo has not been good uh, coming off of COVID. I don't. That's he's fully vaccinated, so I don't know if COVID has even affected him as much. What was the interesting stat yesterday that I saw, or this morning when I woke up, that the Heat have only had, I think, in total, like. Five assists a game in the BAM. Or four assists a game in the BAM. That's not good at all, man. So like, they don't so, get him involved. So, like, here's the, that. By the way, I like that you went there because that's the thing that I, I don't understand about the Heat. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you have a guy that you are paying that much money to and then not making an effort to get him actively involved? Because he he's his whole role with Miami is – Jim, you could have passed that. His whole role with Miami is to set up the offense. They use him to set up dribble handoffs, a lot of the pick and which, and they don't pass it to the role man a lot, which is a lot of the problem. But a lot of his offensive movement is setting screens for other people and things of that nature. So because of that, he doesn't really touch the ball much. When he does get open, it's Jimmy taking a stupid ass three or Duncan Robinson shooting a three or Tyler Hero shooting a three. Um, bad threes being taken, apparently. Exactly, which is what killed them in the last game. And so they started I, off so, cold from three in this game. But. So I, I have to admit, like, I watched um, 
just because of time. I was only able to catch the first round of like the first few games, maybe mm-hmm. the first two. These last few games, I've totally missed out on. So mm-hmm. you're gonna have to like get me up to date on that. I know, mm-hmm. I know, <laughs> I know that Jimmy. Here's the thing about Jimmy that I don't get. Well, what's not that I do get? It's like he's a very hit or miss um, at times. And it seems like right now he's not exactly the guy that you want him to be. Jimmy is crazy because I, I when he put that when he had that forty five point game the other day, I said this to one of my friends and he thought it was crazy. I'm said that's that because I was pissed off after game three and they were like, "Well, Jimmy just dropped forty. And I'm like, if that was if the game that he had after that was an anomaly, I'd be like, "Okay, fine, he just had a bad game." Jimmy yeah. does what he did in game three way too often. Yes. Like he, he, and he'll do this where you have like a, a 45 point game. He'll have a 40, 30 point or 40 point game, be aggressive. And then the next game can't buy a bucket, taking stupid ass jumpers, stupid ass fadeaway jumpers with, you know, no space, not getting into the offense at all, becoming too passive when he gets an open look and screwing the offense over. And then you're deferring to people like Tyler hero and which in Tyler hero is a 20 point per game score. But is in a playoff series, you should not be deferring to a six man. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's crazy because it feels like the Celtics got shit on all year, mm-hmm. like the entire year. People have shit on the Celtics teams, mm-hmm. yet they're looking really good right now. And we're starting to pick it up like those last two months of the year. Yeah, and but, I mean, but more so, it's like. It's like that problem, that thing about the Heat, where it's like it feels like a lot of teams are lacking in consistency. Mm-hmm. Where, it, where it's like, can, like, I I've seen you at your peak, but can you can can you actually bring that every night? And it feels like, and I hate I, I absolutely hate to say this, say it. but it feels like the Celtics yeah, right yeah. now as it yeah. stands. Mm-hmm. Are managing to bring their their A game. Oh, yeah. Now, granted, I'm, granted, yeah. I'm gonna say this: they're playing the heat. They're playing the Nets, and the Nets, as we know, at least I think Daryl is on the same page as I am. We knew what they were. We know. I gotta rant were. about them in a minute. Whenever y'all, I'm gonna let Cheese go ahead and talk about yeah. the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. Cheese is happy. Yeah. About <clears throat> That's all, right? I just got a big smile on my face because I'm so happy right now. Look, 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 I didn't expect Jason Tatum to to like be as good in the playoffs as he has been, but he's been. Have you never watched him in the playoffs? No, no, no. no. Look, look, I've watched the Celtics, the Celtics in the playoffs. And that's how come I did not expect the Celtics to be what they are right now in the playoffs. The Celtics are so weird because the last couple of years, last year, I think Jalen was hurt, right? He was out. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. Well, I think that's that's what led to us talking a lot about like Jason Tatum versus the idea of having Jalen Brown. Mm -hmm. Like, could you trade him and build a better team around Jason Tatum or vice versa? But as it stands, the Celtics have both and they are currently up 3-0 against Brooklyn. But I have to say this. And from the very beginning, like I, I, I know I'm pretty sure Daryl is has been on this with me, where it's like the Nets are have never been a team that is going to play defense. Nope. It's you know not just I mean? that. So it's it's an even deeper problem though. But well, they don't have depth. 
to that team. It, it's that, but it's, it's even worse problem. As a head coach, you're watching your two <laughs> yeah. best players fail to get to their spots, especially your best player in KD who specializes mm-hmm. in getting to certain spots on the court. And you're letting him go high ISO every play instead of running plays that are going to get him open. Yes. You're not going to succeed against a team that is the number one defense in the league since the all-star break. I yep. think yes. they're the number two defense in the league overall. Yeah, they are. What, what are we, why, why are you continuing to do the same shit over and over again? Then you haven't played Blake Griffin a single minute of, of basketball action in what, two months. He played, months, last, what, he played, month he played months, last night and was an automatic impact. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. He literally should. The way he was playing, mm-hmm. if he gets in, if if he had more time to get in game, if he had all season they had him, if they had used him more, he could have stayed in game shape. He could have been out there longer. He they would have won that game. The fact is, he was out there for like five minutes. It was like me out there. It was, it was, like, me, it was like me out there. After five minutes, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> Isn't that crazy though? That like in 2022, Blake Griffin is best for is probably good for like two minutes. Like this because it wasn't in game shape though. That's on Steve Nash. But but that exactly that is the problem of the Nets where it doesn't does it not feel like the entire season has literally just been can we get KD? Can we get fucking fucking Kyrie on the on the court? And that's it. Like it feels like that team has not focused on the fact of that they are a team. They don't run sets. Nope. Yes, thank you. They have you, no God. offensive sets that they can go to. Like Steve Nash say, is a fan okay, watching Kevin a basketball Durant's team. Open. Take it. Steve he Nash is a KD is and a Kyrie fan. He's Tony Khan. Yeah. That's what he is. Granted, you know, we're not going to get into that because I'm going to lose but, my um, fucking mind if well, you're talking about wait, Tony no, Khan what's and his co-addict. And Bruce, and Bruce Brown have had a great series, though. Well, like, again, that's the problem with, with, the, with, with the Nets is that Oh. There is there is no depth to them beyond KD and Kyrie Irving. But you can't like you can't beat a team like the Celtics with Bruce Brown and Nick Clack, Nick Claxton. At the end of the day, KD and Kyrie have to step yes. up. And I'm sorry, you cannot win a series where KD is putting up 16, where KD and Kyrie are respectively putting up 16 and 10. Like you're, yeah. you're just you're not gonna win a game like that against Jason Tatum who's dropping 39 and then Jalen Brown's coming up and dropping 25 on you, including so, what he did in the fourth quarter when they switched Blake Griffin to him on him, which I don't know what the fuck Steve Nash was doing saying, Hey, we're playing against a team that has two players on the perimeter that can go and get a bucket whenever we want to against a defense that is bad as ours. Not only am I gonna put our team in a bad situation by running a small lineup or, or running a lineup that has no perimeter defenders in it, but I'm also gonna have KD's uh, I'm gonna have uh Bruce Brown switching off of Jalen Brown. So many Blake Griffin on him. Blake Griffin on Jalen Brown, bro. What the fuck are you doing? Blake Blake Griffin didn't play defense with the Clippers in his prime, bro. Even if Blake Griffin was in his prime, he's not. It's like athletically, he's not a good enough matchup for Jalen Brown because he doesn't have lateral quickness to stop him from getting to the bucket. This Nets team is such an interesting team. Like, they're the Lakers of the East. Yeah. By the way, can we clearly talk about how much enjoyment I have taken in watching the Lakers just fucking just <laughs> sink their shit? Like, fuck Genie Bus, fuck that entire front office. I love watching them. Like, I, you know what? I especially love. I especially love them all getting offended at winning time, which like 
Nah, you know how many like you know how many interviews I can go back to to look at for you for like evidence for the shit you've done. Thank you. It it is it pisses me off seeing Magic getting pissed off about winning time talking about how about all the sex he's having. Basically, how much of a hoe he was when he literally did an interview after he was diagnosed with HIV. Yes, admitting to the shit he was doing and the extent that he was. This man was talking about I was having sex with women in offices and parking lots. In hotel rooms, in the stadiums, in the back of the state, bro, you were admitting to sleeping with everybody in Los Angeles I during the know. height of the 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 AIDS uh, pandemic, whatever you would call it at the time. What, what did you what? Why did what did you think a TV show from HBO of all people would 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 show you doing? It's HBO. Also, like the simple fact that you fucking Come did on, those man. things and you've admitted to them, dude. Like. I haven't watched beyond the first episode yet mm-hmm. because I'm I'm letting it like build up so that I can just binge it. But based on just that, like holy shit! I just want to know who the fuck Magic thinks he is, or who we think he think who he thinks who we he think is he, who is. Think he is. Yes, he's... he is who we think we are. Wait, wait what? Jesus no. Christ, man! Um, I mean, look. I, I get that you're not happy with how you're being portrayed, but these it was are, you yeah, though. These are the that's, that's ex- that you had to live with. Exactly. Like these are things that you admitted to doing. Like nobody. Magic should be happy that his wife didn't leave him after all of that and keep it moving. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Look, enjoy. Cookies Just shut time. up about it. Enjoy Cookie's time and move forward. Like exactly. you have a six-part documentary about you on Apple TV Plus, dude. Yeah, which I'm not paying for. So enjoy <laughs> it. So real quick, basketball. Because I swear to God, guys, if I don't get up now, I'm probably going to barf. All right, babe. So carry the podcast for us. Okay. Uh, I got burned I on my you- leg, too. I'll be back. <laughs> I'm going to go do something. So. Um, my seat is on fire right now. So you guys talk. Well, I go take care of something in the bathroom. I just broke something. What'd you break? I don't know. I found it. I fixed it. (laughs) Speaking of broken, uh, Chicago man, I I, uh. Oh God, they fell apart at the worst possible time. It wasn't even falling apart where they were together. I mean, they look. They look halfway through. They look good for like one game. I mean, but like after Lonzo went down, like. My issue with the with the with Chicago is this. I understand that Alonzo's out and Patrick Williams is just getting back and all of that. Bam, if you don't score that damn bucket. Oh my God. Uh I, I get it with, with Lonzo going out and get, just getting Patrick Williams back and Caruso being hurt. But like this excuse, because they have I think the only team that they beat that are above 500 was the Bucks in that in like the last, I think ever, where at least any any team that was a top four seed in either conference. Okay. The first win was the Bucks uh, the other day. Was Who's their coach, Friday? by the way? Billy Donovan. Oh well, okay. Well, first off, there's your problem right there. Oh, definitely. But but even on a, from an on court perspective, having Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic, who I have my issues with, but either way, Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic, and DeMar, DeMar DeRozan on the court at the same time, you should at least win at least a couple of games against top teams. You not think. one. Not one, yeah. That's no. I think it went 0 19 or something like that against the oh, top that's horrible. Or 0 20 in the regular season. I mean, it's 
Because here's the here's the, all those guys together. I mean, we we know it. It's a good team. It's a, it's kind of like a Nets situation, and and mm. that they don't mesh well as they as well as we think they should. I don't I think it's a good fit. I, Demar Derozan can't shoot threes. Nope. Zach Levine isn't like a like a, a knockdown three point shooter. But nope. I mean, it consistently enough. I mean, Caruso got hurt again today, which he's had injury problems all year. Yep. Vucevic's ass. I think we can go ahead and establish ah. that at this point. Patrick Williams isn't a knockdown three point shooter. Uh, the rotations look, are all so weird making this statement, but they need Lonzo Ball. Oh, they do. They need a playmaker. It, it's so. I'm back, and uh, yes, mm-hmm. I did barf. Um, but. <laughs> but, All I said was Lonzo Ball, and he just had to go. Yeah, I did. By the way, I'm glad that you brought that up because that is the one game that was played at the bar when I was, you know, before I was really intoxicated, and it was mm-hmm. the boss, the uh, the Bulls game, and I I I leaned over to the to the cute bartender Elliot, who I will eventually bang, and I told him because he was really into it. I'm like, dude. <laughs> If those fucking bulls had Lonzo Ball, this would be a different game. And that's so weird to say that in 2022. Because, well, you know, Daryl, and you know, Cheeseman, how, like, Lonzo Ball has been, like, the rep he's been dealing with for, like, the last few years, where it's, like, the whole ball situation and the whole hype behind it. And, like, he was uh, pegged to be everything that LaMelo currently is. is yeah. but, but but here's the thing, though. I never understood that because, like, Lonzo is not the same player as LaMelo is. No, he's not. Like, like okay, I know I throw this out there a lot there, like, with, like, LeBron James. But, like, Lonzo leans so much more towards the, like, Magic Johnson style of basketball play than, like, a Michael Jordan. I think uh, well, everybody was calling him Steph Curry, but 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 you get what I mean though when I say that, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like yeah. assist heavy, pure point guard heavy in terms of how he plays and 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 good defense. Like mm-hmm. he's not Lonzo Ball is not the guy who is going to be your main offensive weapon. I feel mm-hmm. like you had the Lakers not felt the pressure and taken yeah. Tatum. <laughs> They will. Yeah. Have, uh, history will have been. So oh boy! Right now. Um, isn't that crazy though? It's like they took Lonzo, and again, again, the Sixers. Lonzo, we the said about the seventy Sixers too. The Sixers yeah. could have taken taken Tatum, and they Tatum. took Fultz. Yeah. But but so here's the thing: like it's like re- in retrospect, I'm like, Lonzo isn't a bad player, like at all. Like like I don't I don't oh, I'm no. gonna put it like I I really think that he gets like a bad rap because of everything that that his dad did and just everything leading up to that. I'm sure we all remember how crazy it was when he was going into the draft. Yes, yeah. Victor Oladipo is on the court. Holy fuck, my bad. I, had, I just had to no, get No, 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 no. I'm shit. glad that you mentioned Victor Oladipo's name because like, fuck. I feel like that dude gets forgotten for how good he is at what he does. Like, See, all right away, gets a fucking stop. Holy shit, man. Because he's like, okay, so Victor Oladipo. He does a very specific thing, doesn't he? You see he my tan threes. line there, guys? Look at that. Look I do that. see your tan line. You have a Look farmer's tan. Yeah. You have a hard Good thing Kentucky, it works. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jesus. You are so, oh my God, that is so white. <laughs> that is so white. Jesus, man. Uh, but back to Jason Tatum, who's not black. I mean, who's not black, who's not white. Shit. Oh, boy. Uh, it has all gone off the rails. Son of a bitch. I love. We ordered a pizza from Mr. Gaddy's because all the other places were closed. That's how bad today's going. Ah, all right. That was a Mr. Gaddy's. I know, right? The fact that Mr. Gaddy's actually delivers blows my mind. I'm surprised Danilo Gallinari's still in the league. No, I'm not. No, he I'm does not. everything that you need a, a, a fourth scoring option, a third scoring but, option to do. Okay, I hate that I have to say this. I love Danilo Gallinari. I feel like he's like, been in the league forever. But but wait, but to be oh, fair, yes, man. I like every single fun fucking fucking one of those like European slash Latin oh, players who are like around forever and should not be having as good of a game as like they do deep into their careers, but they do. You well, know I mean, if I mean? you remember if Danilo Gallinari wasn't hurt all the time when he was younger, he probably would have progressed into something greater than what he was. I agree. Like anytime he caught any momentum back in like like 2010, 2011. I was going to say like 09, but you're right. 2010, yeah, 2011 that, is yeah. like that, that. It's funny how many of those guys at in that like uh, time period were like kind of on the cusp of being better than they were and then they just mm-hmm. never became that. Um, but look, Gallinari and Denver averaged 20 a game in 2015. Yeah. So it's funny because that's the Gallinari that I actually remember most, like the Nuggets Gallinari. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, guys, I have to say, if you have the option to go see the new Nicolas Cage movie in your or Nicolas Cage plays Nicolas Cage. So my roommate got a free. So my roommate <laughs> got like tickets to an advanced screening. I've never mm-hmm. fucking giggled so much from beginning to end of a movie. Like it's 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 that thing where it's like. Oh, this guy understands his place in Hollywood. Like he understands like how people see him, and he's just gonna play into that. I know this has see, nothing to do with sports, but mm. you gotta watch it because. But that, that's what shit. I love about Nick Cage now. Is like it's you hear interviews and stuff like that. Like he just embraced him yes. and has tried not to be anything but Nicolas Cage. And I think that's that's when he's in his best element. When like I can't take Nicolas Cage in a role serious like. It's some action movie, like some supers. Like if let's let's replace Bruce Willis with Nick Cage and Die Hard. It just doesn't work. No, Clem, obviously not. Yeah, you're right about that. But it's weird because like when I was watching uh, his latest movie, uh, I forget the full title of it because it's really long. But I'm an, I have to suggest that everybody go see that movie because it's like it feels like. I know, again, this has nothing to do with sports, and I, I don't know how to tie it back in. But it's really refreshing to see someone be like, hey, yeah, be your fucking self. <laughs> like, it's weird. It's like Jalen Brown like, in Boston. Yes. Jalen Brown could be way more pissed off that he doesn't get the recognition that, at least I've been saying the last three years, he deserves for the type of player that he is. Yeah. And even I don't I don't know if anybody remembers, but around the time when he was drafted, a lot of people were criticizing him because they thought he was, quote unquote, too smart and that he didn't really they didn't think he was really, you know, um, interested in the game of basketball because he had so much interest outside of the game. And like he never complains. You never see him talk shit about the media, not giving a damn about him. He just does what he does night in and night out and then goes home. 
I gotta say that deal though. I don't understand. Like, it's so weird to me to like the fact that like he just took the criticism and has kept going on. You know what I mean? Well, he like, he's also so had the the benefit of. Are you talking about Nick Cage or Jalen Brown? Well, yeah, yes. I guess we can apply to both. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, from Nick Cage, I mean, he gets paid millions to do these movies, so he doesn't give a fuck. Have you ever watched this video where he's like uh, GQ? I think it was either GQ or Vanity Fair had him come on and just like mm-hmm. read fucking like sitting like uh, questions from the internet, mm-hmm. and it's just again, this is that person, and like I I think that's how it is with Jalen Brown, where it's like you know the kind of player you're getting. You know what I mean? I think for Jalen, it's a lot easier for him because he's playing with Jalen. So Jalen get uh, not he's playing with Jason. Tatum, Jason. Yeah. So he gets most of the Jason Tatum gets most of the coverage, I guess, which is kind of a blessing and a curse for the from the the standpoint of like. Well, so so I, I think it. I, I I like what you said there because I mm-hmm. honestly so based on the kind of player that I would be if I had those kind of skills. Um, mm-hmm. I would look at it as a blessing because there is no pressure on me, but I don't know how Jalen Brown looks like. I don't know what kind of role Jalen Brown wants to play. Yes. If he wants to be the guy, mm-hmm. then yeah, it doesn't work for him. But That's if he true, just want but... to be part of a championship team, then mm-hmm. hell yeah, I would totally be fine with being number two. But cheese, and I know you're more of a Celtics fan, so you're more plugged in the Celtics Twitter, but I was seeing a lot of people like coming at Jalen Brown when they were going through that slump at the beginning of the season. Cause I mean, he was struggling a bit. Yeah. I'm not gonna act like he wasn't, but like people were saying they should trade Jalen and he's not built for Boston and they should move him to another team and all kind of shit. And I'm like, I don't know about, I don't, that's a little like, I don't know, man. Cause when Jason, cause Jason wasn't playing well at the beginning of the season either. Yeah. But like all of the shit got poured on to, 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 Jalen Brown, because I think most Celtics fans see Jalen as more expendable than Jason. But they see him as the number two. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I it's it's I don't think there's any other way for them to look. And, and I get why, too. Like, I understand why you look at Jalen Brown and you see a number two and you look at Jason, uh, Jason Tatum and you see number one, uh, because numbers wise, that's what that tells you. But like the way I and I think I think you and I think even uh, I think uh, Cheeseman see it this way, where it's like, yeah, it's fine that you have that, but you also need them to be able to work together. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only that's the only way that team's gonna win. I mean, look, they're always gonna have a better chance than boss than than like the Knicks, you know, because they can at least play defense. Well, the Knicks fucking suck. So. I mean the the Knicks. I mean the Nets. That's what I meant. <laughs> oh. Well, the Nets fucking suck. So. And, and the re- exactly because because what did the Nets not do? They don't play defense like at all. Like it's embarrassing, like how much defense they don't play. Like, <laughs> like look, I get that you have Kevin Durant, and I get that you have Kyrie Irving, but guess what? Apparently, it's not fucking working. Like because when you stop them from doing what they do. There's no system in place that a lot I, I and I know we just literally just talked about it, but it pisses me off. Why? And people always bring this up, and it's it's a valid point. Katie left the Warriors that had an actual system that ran that didn't fail yep. mm-hmm. until it, techni- it only technically failed when he got hurt. Him and when him and Clay I mean, got hurt. Can we can we talk about this for a second? Because I think this is something that people don't 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 talk about enough, and they need to talk about this more. Where mm-hmm. 
the Warriors, that team played good defense. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Like that Wonderful team defense. played great defense. And that is like for some reason. Well, okay, not for some reason, but because it's it's a lot more flashy and a lot it's a lot more exciting to talk about offense and what mm-hmm. they do. The fact that they played almost shut down defense nightly is totally ignored because that's because what K- these teams are missing right now for like it, a KD team. It's it's insane to me to watch uh, just the fact that he left Golden State to come to Brooklyn to play with Kyrie. As somebody has pointed out, Kyrie has not proven outside of playing with LeBron that he can win anything. Yeah. Like even KD has been to a couple of Western Conference finals. He had been to finals before. Yeah. And just happened to run into one of the best big threes in, in league history, you know, three of some three of the best players of their era, um, of that era at the time. Uh, you know, KD has proven that he can get it done. Kyrie has not. And that has been the big thing. I think a lot of people knew that they were gonna do everything they could to get the ball out of KD's hands because at the end of the day, KD is the most dangerous out of the two of them. Yep. Kyrie has not stepped up, in, which Marcus Smart has done a great job of playing defense on Kyrie, him and Jalen Brown. But the, Kyrie the has just not stepped up. Of the year? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I wish Bam would have won it. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to be salty about no. defensive yeah, player of the year. You. I think that event, <laughs> Smart deserved one in his career. Yeah. And I think we're coming up to the to the last like two or three years of him being a great defender mm-hmm. just because age is going to take over and he has been hurt a lot recently. So I'd rather him going to get it now. Uh, I don't think that Gobert deserved it, even though he was higher than Bam. Bam doesn't, the thing with, with Bam is that he doesn't put up the numbers defensively that are going to get the media attention. Plus, you know, the heat aren't on national television that much, which is very weird. So in one of the top, basketball markets in the league but whatever it, it, I don't, they're not on it's weird they're not on tv much so he can't bam can't have the narrative of you know being on tv and showing that on national on a national stage all the time plus bam was hurt a good bit of the season this year so that was also probably docked against them but yeah man i it's just the nets piss me off just why and then this shit with ben simmons oh my oh, back man. is sore oh, so i'm not God. gonna play bro you know and i even you know what i even defended Ben Simmons with the 76ers because to an extent I understood why he was like, you know what? Fuck Doc Rivers and fuck Joel Embiid. But damn it, you you have not played all year and you have a chance to play. I know that the Nets are down 3-0, but at least show like you got a little bit of heart, man. Just something. I agree. A little bit of something, man. Like I'm not like I'm very much of this modern era where it's like I don't expect my players to play every night because I understand how. how but um, he's been out the whole year, ex- and then you put out this video exactly. comes out, and the media comes into practice, and you're talking shit, and you're telling them, "Hey, look at this when I do Thank a dunk," you. and you're hitting threes in these videos and all this shit, and now all of a sudden you see you see Jason Tatum put up thirty nine, and you're like, "Yeah, you know, I'm not." Gonna no, play no, what's well, like you got the heart. <laughs> What's well, like with the like with the Zion video where you see or, or like the stuff you see? At least, but with Zion, he had a, he a legitimate play. foot injury and he wants yeah. to yes, play. Exactly. The Pelicans are just going to keep him out, which he's probably That's sitting out to preserve difference. his foot. Which I make, I get it. Back soreness. Exactly. Come I on, agree. bro. That's exactly the point I was hoping we would get to. Where it's like, yeah, like this guy is legitimately out because he can't fucking play. But you and look, look, I'm not gonna look. 
I'm not going to pretend to understand other people's mental issues. Cause I know, cause I know, but at a certain point, if you're the person who's saying that you're going to play, you got to fucking play at some point or he was supposed, just he was say su- that you're not. He was supposed to become more aggressive as a scorer in 76. He didn't do that. He quit on LSU. A lot of people don't remember that during the NIT tournament. He didn't well, play, he, which he, at he first I was LSU, like, you know he what? He quit on the 76ers. Now you're quitting on the Nets. Yeah. At some point, a pattern develops. I mean, it's like the same thing with when you look at, look, if I'm going to throw this 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 uh, criticism towards like, uh, what's his name, like James Harden for what he's done mm-hmm. going team to team. But then I got to throw that shit. I got to be, I got to treat Ben Simmons. But at least you, know, you can tell James Harden is actively hurt and he's still he's playing to, through the injury. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it, James Harden, at least he's acting like he tries. And at the end of the you. day, Granted, he was right about the Nets. Yes, he <laughs> was. See. Which is funny, but because if, if he had stayed on the Nets, I think they probably would be better off than they are now. Yes, they uh, would. Yes, they yeah. really would be so Well, I mean, they'd have somebody on the court. Yes. You know? <laughs> I mean, they'd have somebody who could make a fucking shot, okay? Who's not KD <sighs> or, or fucking. You would have to rely on Andre Drummond trying so hard. Bro, that's okay. enough. Cheese, I'm glad you said his <laughs> yes. name. Yes. Andre so Drummond glad you brought is that up. the most overrated center in the nba because he, you do this every year he has a couple of good games at the end of regular season you're thinking oh he's gonna be a good contributor to a playoff team and then he ends up doing exactly what he always does he doesn't play defense he only gets rebounds because most teams are not boxing out with the seven foot center he can't hit a damn putback he can't hit a free throw he can't yep. hit a mid-range shot he, he's literally just out there for height he's body he's a body that that's that is he's christoph porzingis Man. He's even worse than Kristaps because Kristaps can stretch and hit a three. Yeah, which is crazy, by the way. The fact that we're – isn't it crazy, though, that, that we've gotten to a point where, real quick, where Kristaps um, – remember when he came into the league? Mm-hmm. And he was just kind of Yeah, because like, he got hyped up because of the New York media. Well, that and, like, he had skill. But then it happens – it's that same fucking shit that always happens – New York somehow manages to squeeze manages to squeeze the life out of every fucking player it has, like immediately. Well, here's the problem: Kristaps was already had issues of 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 fragileness coming into the league. Mm-hmm. Then you don't you he did, even when he was in New York, he wasn't boxing out. The only nope. rebounds he would get was on like putbacks. He wasn't playing in the Dallas post. Was be the answer. I honestly thought Dallas was going to be the answer for him. Like they're going to be like. With, with him and Luca teamed up, well, the, the, I honestly thought like, oh my god, this is gonna be it a would make sense. Team. But but, but we wanted the ball not, too much. But the problem yeah. is like the problem is like on that team, on that Maverick, on this current Mavericks team, Luca is that ball dominant point guard who's gonna have the ball. And and the problem with Kristaps is like we all assumed that he was gonna be a guy who could share. He's not a guy who could share. No, that's the problem. It's like where is he now? Like, it's why you see Washington. In, in Washington. He said he had yeah. all those good games in Washington because he was allowed to do whatever the fuck he wanted yeah. to. When Brad, if, if Bradley Beal comes back next season, because I highly by the way, by the way, we got to talk about the fact, the simple fact that the Mavericks are as are, are, are up as many games, or like the fact that they're doing as good as they are in the playoffs. Ooh, that boy, even, mm, even mm. but the, the fact the that they're the fact that they, well, yes, but the fact I look look just so you know, just so you know, Cheeseman. There's a reason that I that I picked this game in particular to start like heading towards because I can already see Daryl's got that smile where he's about to shit on Rudy Gobert. 
Uh, no, I'm not shitting on Rudy Gobert. It's oh, crazy. My no, rant is not specifically about Rudy Gobert. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. I knew it. And him stepping up last night proved my point. Mm-hmm. At some point, and it was on the defensive end as well. I, at some point, if you're a star put and Rudy Gobert, I, me and you have talked about this before on the podcast, but Rudy Gobert made mention in the middle of the season when the Utah when Utah was starting to struggle. It was before they started struggling. He said, I like watching the Suns and I love Devin Booker because, you know, as the star, as the offensive star of the team, he also puts effort in on the on the, on the defensive end. And it sets the tone for the rest of the team, because if Devin Booker of all people is stepping up and playing defense, then the rest of the team is going to respond and at least try. Yeah. And Donovan Mitchell for the first three games of the series was not doing that for the first time. Jalen Brunson looked human because Donovan Mitchell was stepping up and playing fucking defense and stopping him from coming up the middle, which allowed Rudy Gobert to do his job and not have him, you know, fucking vacating. uh, What's his name? Maxi Kleber, because they couldn't fucking stop a nosebleed on the perimeter. Yeah. Also, you seen what happened at the end of the game. They got they got Rudy Gobert the damn ball in the paint and he scored the game winning bucket. Yep. Yeah. Which again, it's, it's as simple a, as that. It's such a hard thing to deal with the fact that Rudy Gobert's winning score like games winning buckets because that bothers and I don't and I don't like Rudy Gobert. Neither do I, I. Don't. and that's why it bothers me. But but if if this is look, dude, if you're gonna if this team is no gonna reason. work, then Rudy Gobert has to be involved in the offensive game plan. It's, look, it's you just, should not be down to like you should. They if it wasn't for Rudy Luka, hitting his shot, they would have been down 3-1. Like, like, think about it, though. They don't have Luka. You should Luka. not be down like that. The fact, the only reason why so Luka nuts. did not bury them in game four was because yeah. Rudy Gobert hit that putback, hit that dunk, yeah. got that dunk off. If it was not for that, then this would be a 3-1 series right now going back to Dallas. So speaking of, but now three, it's tied of three wins, how good is it to see this, the Nets fucking suffering right now? I'm, I'm happy. Loving it. I'm, I'm happy. Loving it. Meanwhile, it. meanwhile, why can't Memphis figure it out? Memphis uh, is because Memphis, um, uh, yeah. Is it because of the chickens? <laughs> are they distracted by the chickens? It's are they, are they angry at the chickens as as these people are? Oh, it's man. two things with with uh, with Memphis. So now I'm gonna say it very quickly. A this series is full of two teams that have a bunch of young players that do not know how to win. Uh, B, John Moran has not been yes. John Moran has not been good in this series. And at the end of the day, nope. I know that whole shit in the regular season about, oh, they didn't need John Morant. It's not true because it's time for you to win. It's crunch time. You're playing against a team that is game planning to beat you four times. Yep. So they are focusing solely on you. And right now, I know John Morant is, has come into the playoffs injured. Or whatever, or, well, he was quote-unquote healthy. But John Morant cannot be the second best player on this team. Nope. No, Memphis win. It's just not going to happen. I still think it ties back to the chickens. I want to take a moment to talk about the chickens if we can. Bro, um, the dude, the dude who they they are protesting against doesn't even own Minnesota anymore. I know that's the craziest part. It's always on this. <laughs> I love fucking sports, man. It's a, it's the funniest thing. It's, it's, it's a, for ninety nine cents, by the way, people, if you donate ninety nine cents to this podcast, we will pocket all of that and not help these helpless chickens that these people are talking about. <laughs> I will. It's gonna buy me another beer next Sunday. It's which, just, a, but I, I can we just we, talk about real quick? We, I don't know we, if y'all have noticed the fact that I am like literally just trying my best not to get up and go barf. Yeah, we know. 
No, but like, can, we, can I just can I just take a moment? Can I take a moment to talk about this? Yes, please do that. Because it's the funniest. So, because uh, for those I, that don't know, well, you do so, that. I'm gonna go stand over the toilet. So, okay, um, Daryl, you're in charge of you. keeping things good. So I will okay. be. Right. I'm gonna let it go off as off the rails as possible. Thanks, thanks for trusting me with it. All right, woo! I can feel the saliva <laughs> happen. All right. Issues. No, okay, I'm going. I'm going. Don't worry, Larry. <laughs> but so those that don't know, the former owner of the Timberwolves, I don't really know or care what his name is, owns like I guess it's like a whole like a chicken, chicken, like a chicken farm. yeah. Uh-huh. And uh there was there was like a serious outbreak actually of bird flu that happened on his farm. Mm. And they also has I guess there's been allegations that of animal cruelty. Five million chickens. Um, five million chickens. Holy shit. It's a lot of chicken. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of eggs. But so there's people, was it direct, like direct action, everything or something like everywhere or something like that? They have been, they have purchased tickets, gone into games, and on three different occasions done protests. The first person, they tried to super glue their hands to the court while free throws were being taken. That took up about a good three minutes. The mm. second one was um, somebody just, they looked like they were actually like doing maintenance on a basketball hoop really quick. Turns mm. out they were just putting a chain around the hoop. I still don't understand how they just sat there and watched them put that chain around the hoop like and that. But chain around whatever. their neck. And there was fans, when you see the wide angle, there were fans literally in the stands nearby shouting, mm. pointing, and not just taking pictures and letting it happen. There was I counted at least 14 different people pointing and shouting and doing and waving, saying, get over here. This is happening. And security didn't listen, like like security and security didn't listen. Took them five good minutes to break the chain. And then last night, um got uh, bless the security guard that that, that did this, on. but she tried to um uh, one of them tried to storm the court with a fake ref jersey to try and eject. Like they give a technical and eject the the former owner. So she Wait. got two steps on security, tackled the hell out of her. Wait, what did I, they miss? What did they miss? We're talking I mean, about the the protests that have been happening at the Grizzlies. Oh, uh, okay, so real quick about that. My favorite thing about that was the fact that dude had her made out from day, from like the beginning. Oh, like, you can tell because she just looks so fucking out of place. At the from the beginning of the video, and yes, I went and I threw up a lot, and it was great, and I feel better now. But, but it's a roll. Like the funniest thing about that video is, <laughs> you see the dude, like you look at him, and he's looking right at her, like he's like, "I know you are. You're going to do some something. Shit. Don't you do it?" And he immediately fucking tackles her. Bravo but, to that guy. My thing is this. Here, here's my thing. Just from the the just the I'm just thinking from a logical standpoint, a playoff ticket game. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some research. I'll go ahead and talk. I need to go look it's expensive. Up. It's a it's an well, expensive well, ticket. It's expensive unless you're in Denver, because apparently at the not today's game, but the last game in Denver, tickets to like six rows back from the bench were like 150 a pop. Really? Huh. That's what my mom saw. Cause she you loves know, the Warriors and she like researched it and she's apparently told my dad, she's like, we could have gotten on a red eye, gone to this for a total of like 500 bucks. That's actually surprisingly not terrible. By the way, y'all need to get out to Chicago for the forbidden door. 
Okay. I want to go so bad. No, Daryl, 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 if you go, I will go too. I don't even need to go to the show. I will go with you. <laughs> okay. And Cheeseman can drive down to meet us or drive to Chicago and meet us. Drive up. Just see so or drive up. Just so you know, Kaufman and I have already been talking about like he's like, I want to go to Texas to go see like an Astros game with you. And I'm like, yes, let's do that. And then that's when I sent you that fucking like uh I sent I sent you a screenshot of what che- what Kaufman and I were talking about it. And it's pretty much Kaufman saying that he's gonna abduct Cheeseman and bring him to Texas. So <laughs> Daryl, you need to hop on board with Cheeseman with the Kaufman come out this way let's fucking catch a Braves Astros game and all that shit you can you can fucking see the backwardsness of Texas firsthand which, oh, I live in southeast Georgia come on no man. no, no uh, you get no dude, you get it but like Texas <laughs> is a weirdly different beast because Texas buys into that old southern hospitality shit like that southern hospitality talk about you behind your back bullshit oh what you know, Bro, I live in you South. Know I know. You know it. Know. You know it. Except, okay. it's, except it's run by a cripple named Greg Abbott. So you know. Okay. So a <laughs> ticket, a ticket for just one ticket to a to the Memphis Timberwolves game five in uh, FedEx. It oh, is four hundred and twenty dollars. Is like the cheapest that you can Ooh, get. Ooh, wow. Three hundred and sixty. My bad. Jeez, no. So these no people thanks. are not. So was this considered a business expense then? I guess for these people, I guess so. are they writing this off somehow? I don't know if they're nonprofit or if they're, you know, what they got going on there, man. I, I, I'm curious, like three weeks ago or two weeks ago, was that a $400 ticket? You know, like that's the, that's the, that's the thing that I find so fucking fascinating about all this is like how quickly a ticket in the playoffs can just shoot up based on. See, oh, now, based on now I want, now I really want the Timberwolves to go to the NBA finals. Oh, I want to no, see how far no, this goes. No, no, you don't get it. Like I totally turned on the Grizzlies and John Morant. Like, yeah, yeah. He's a great player. He's fine as fuck. I don't give a shit. I'm I all about, protesting I, look, going. I am all about K. Uh, I'm all about cat and I am all about. Oh, okay. Okay. Daryl, we got to mm. talk for a second. Anthony mm-hmm. Edwards, he's the guy. That Anthony is the guy. Edwards is um is Ooh. he 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 is entering. I will say this is his first playoff run, and I do think that the Grizzlies are probably going to pull this out. But what so I will I. say is this: um, in about a year or so, I think I, we might need to start having that discussion about Anthony Edwards, man. It, he, this dude does not give a fuck. No, he like just, he just plays. He just game. plays, and you know what? That's that shit that I talk like. That's that shit that's so dangerous about teams like this, where it's like mm. they're young and they don't know that they're not supposed to be good. You know, you know, Anthony Edwards is another case of that bullshit that they did during the draft. Uh, during the draft, where they were like, "Oh, we don't know if Anthony Edwards really cares about basketball," Oof. and now that man's already a top ten player under twenty five, or at yeah. least top fifteen. Yeah, no, no. You know what? No, D- Daryl, mm. we make statements here. He is definitely top 10 because can you think? Okay. I'm trying to think now. Hold on. Cause can you if think? you really look at that list, that might be, it might be a tough thing for me to say. He's definitely, okay. I, I'm, I'm thinking of some people. Yeah, is, uh, Jason is, Tatum is definitely under 25. By the, way, by the way, Jason Tatum earned his way today, mm-hmm. t- today, uh, this week, like, or this like last month, more so than any other guy. Brandon right? Ingram is 24. That's another one. True, but where does he um, play? New Orleans. 
But and where New Orleans? Where's New Orleans? At home. Mm-hmm. So for sure, Anthony Edwards is above him. Because one guy's team is at home and one guy's not. Look, I, I get it though. With with Brandon I Ingram, that. I give him that team before they got CJ McCollum was he fucking have terrible. Anybody. I know. I know. So I get it. it. Him playing without Zion, I can't I can't dock him for that. But you I mean, admit though, like when Anthony Edwards shows up, all of a sudden that team is a playoff team. Yeah, but they but they already had a good roster underneath that. Even with even with Carl Anthony Towns, they couldn't make the playoffs like that. But I feel like adding Anthony Edwards to that would be like bringing back Zion to this Pelicans team. You know what I mean? No, you're a good point. This is a point. Either way, yeah, Cheeseman. Uh, I I was actually just about to take the conversation in a completely different direction there. Yes, Um, so actually, I'm glad you guys ignored me. Kept going, so we you fish because I wanted to ask, what do you guys think Zion's going to do? Is he going to come I, back for the Pelicans, or do you think he's going to go no, to the Knicks? He'll come back. So I, so I think he'll come back, but I don't think he's going to be a Pelican past that contract. You don't think so? Well, I think the I think, I think it depends that, on who they bring so, in as the coach. So that, and I also think it depends on it. Really, all comes down to Zion. Like, what does he want? Because if I'm the Pelicans and I can't get him to be 100% committed to the franchise, again, I'm looking I, at it as if I'm the Pelicans. Right. Well, then you got to move on. Because I, like, think the, but I think a lot of the, the reports about Zion were overblown. I think so, too. I, I'm, I, I'm actually in the same boat with you on that because I think I think notice I think that those came out when there was also like kind of a down period. Like mm. we're, we're we're kind of settling into this is the NBA, you know these are games, nothing really exciting, super super exciting is happening. We need some news. Here's some Zion stuff. I know and it didn't help his camp like that. His camp put out that video of him dunking. It really yeah. did not. No. Like that 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 did. If anything, that just like stirred up even more. Well, he was on a padded court. Like I, I feel like people don't peep that. Like no, this man was playing on a a mesh like on a think court yeah Chief, for that i reason. think i know and i know it's still too early but it's at the moment it looks like we're heading down the path of this being a greg odin kevin durant situation oh i can't say that yeah because oh. greg odin was never putting up 20 and 10 well okay but to play devil's advocate i get what he's saying no, I, I get also it. get what you're saying. I think there's weirdly like this in between i just can't think of the player that is that in between you know what I mean? Whereas, like, the potential, the potential for greatness is there. It's a mat. It's a matter of like how much you focus in on being great. As mm-hmm. I say that through all the hiccups that I could possibly muster. Yep. Jesus Christ! So many fucking hiccups. Because that's what just I was just cut out. Just what I was I was thinking about the other day is like this feels a lot like it's going down that path. And I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it is for certain. I'm not saying Zion is a, is wasted talent or anything. I'm just saying it's starting to it's starting, it's starting to feel oddly familiar. It is it is concerning that Zion is having these foot issues, especially with the way that he plays basketball. I mean, 
It's He's explosive. Look, it's explosive uh, basketball. It, mm-hmm. It's very much attacking the rim. It's very much like getting up off the ground right in there and like coming down. Look, a body like that, like his, mm-hmm. in this era of basketball, I can I can very much see it breaking down a lot easier. What I will say is that I do now that his foot is in shape. Mm-hmm. I hope that he does like lose that weight this offseason because I think that's going to be a big thing for him is that. He's such a big dude and so explosive being that big that it's just going to lead to a bunch of injuries because that's at 280 pounds. Like, that's a lot to be jumping fucking what you know, what, like a 35, 36 inch vertical to be jumping that high. You're you're bringing down all that weight. Yeah. Like all at once. Like, it's just not sustainable. No. And Zion doesn't have like a, a, a switch to tell him, hey, don't 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 jump. 30 feet up well, in the air on, that, a, on like, a regular fast break. I, like, I, I know they have Ingram, but like beyond that, like who else, like at this point, who else uh, can you just defer to? DJ. And he should, but. Who has been very good in this playoff so far. And so again, the Pelicans are one of those teams, man. So I, I have to ask you, Daryl, um, hmm. going as as it stands right now where we are in the playoffs how do you, mm-hmm. how do you feel about the you know the playing games and all of that shit and just do you still it makes for good basketball it does um, it really does i really i'm indifferent to it but i'm not going to be mad at good basketball you know what i will say is i think that with i don't know if you've heard the adam silver on the interview saying he was thinking about a midseason tournament and all that shit i think yes. it's opening a very dangerous wormhole but I do like to play in. I didn't I, like it at first, but I, I like it now. But there's there's a part of me that that I still think it's fucked up that a team like the Timberwolves could go like what what did they go this season? I can't remember. They're a good well, record no, in the regular season. For, forget then. the Timberwolves. Let's go to the Spurs. Mm-hmm. The fact that the Spurs were under five hundred and still made the playoffs, mm-hmm. technically. Like that's my one downside to that is like I don't like seeing teams that are under five hundred make the playoffs, but. I also understand why they're doing it this way. So the Lakers have a chance. <laughs> that, that is literally exactly why they're doing it. Let's be honest. It's to make oh, yeah. sure. And so those and they teams like the Nets and the Lakers and the Warriors last year and like all those big market or like high, you know, highly regarded teams that end up having a big injury. And, they and pick it up funny, at the end of the season and barely make it in. What's funny? Lakers didn't make it. Nets are going to be swept at this point. <laughs> it is a good day for me. Like, and that's the end of the play-in tournament. Oh man! Watch you watch you watch the Timberwolves are going to shock everyone, win it all, and they're going to be like, "We're done with the play-in tournament." The Timberwolves win it all. I'm stop watching basketball. I'm just, <laughs> I was going to say, if the t- exactly if the Timberwolves like just win it all, I'm walking off a bridge. Like you can just count <laughs> on that. Like that's never going to happen. But if it does, shit, Lake Austin, here I come. Okay. Um, like the Pelicans, I'll, I'll go sink myself like those Trump supporters on that one like boat parade that sank. That shit was fucking hilarious. It that shit happened hilarious. here too. Oh man, it is hilarious mm. to watch it. Like middle aged white women not understand why they're halfway underwater. Uh, but <laughs> anyways, uh, no, but like in Minnesota one, like look straight up, like other than the Celtics and the Lakers, this I I didn't want it like. I don't care who wins. I just didn't want it to be the Celtics or the Lakers. So as it stands right now, like 
any of the teams that are playing that again are not the Celtics. I don't need the I don't need the Jazz to win. Absolutely not. Okay, okay, and the Jazz. Let's throw the Jazz in because I hate and hell, I'm gonna throw Dallas in there too because I never I've never liked Dallas for obvious reasons. Uh, they're rivals, so I have to hate them. I'm okay with them, but if Luca won, oh, and for me, Boston too. But ah, it hurt my feelings. Yeah, yeah, but you're white. You know, as a, you know, as I a am. fan, I, I am. Did you not see the tan? Oh, I see the tan. Oh, oh my god! god Again, my god, you literally went from like the brightest <laughs> pink to like white. That is oh, insane. Hilarious. Where did you go in Cincinnati that had a beach? There was no beach. Uh, I I like that response a lot better than there actually was a beach. <laughs> Where did you go then? Covington Yard. What is that? Oh, you got to come check it out. It's an awesome no, outdoor wait, bar wait, 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 food wait, wait, truck wait. area. I have to ask this. Do I actually have to check it out? Because I'm pretty sure I can get a bar and a food truck anywhere that is not Cincinnati. You can, but it won't. It'll suck. Oh, that's a good response there. Daryl, your Braves, how are they doing? You can move on to the next topic. Let's move on. I'm, I'm so, geez, yeah. how are the Joey Vados? They won today. That's three wins on the season. You know that Kaufman and I have been talking about him coming to Texas, and he talked about, like, he totally talking about just kidnapping you and bringing you over here, Cheeseman. Yes. And then I'm like, yeah, but you know he's going to pull out his feet, and he's like, you know what? No, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to deal with that. He's going to do what? That that I'm gonna my foot out, and I'm going to lick We'll pull out his feet like as a self-defense mechanism. Like, hey, you want to? Yeah, you you're going to try and kidnap me. Here's my feet. I always figured I would be the worst kid to ever kidnap if I was young. I'd be like, I was never worried about that because I'd never shut up. I'd be, hey, where are we oh, going? Man. Hey, did you know about this? Hey, did you see that guy? Hey, what were we this? Hey, hey, they throw my ass out so this, fast. This is the level of self-awareness that I was not prepared for. Uh, I was never shit. once worried because they would throw my ass back. Don't ask me why, Daryl, but I was going to say, how's that Chris Benoit triple threat match? What the main event WrestleMania 20? I don't know where why I went there. Why why did you go there? Wait a minute. I don't know. I needed something to offset him talking about feet. That's the hell of a thing to offset. I never talked about my feet. By the way, we gotta watch that WrestleMania next. Oh yeah. By the so real quick, so Cheeseman. Uh, and I want you to join in with us one of these days. Daryl, how good was that Canadian Sam Pete? Oh, bro, I loved every second that of it. That was so good, wasn't it? Like, it was perfect. Because it wasn't shit. that long. It was It was just the environment, the crowd, just the, the, now, the, the chaos and shit. I just, I loved every second of it. Cheeseman, if you yeah, get a chance, me. hop on a peen, to peancock. That's not a thing. Peacock. You said peancock? I did. I did say <laughs> that's that. That's a porn site, that. sir. That's a whole different website. Go to Peacock, P-E-A-C-O-C-K, and look up uh, In Your House Canadian Stampede. It is, it has no business being as good as it is. Like, like you have a great Suzuki Taka Michinoku match that happens. We need, we need to get, we need to get, uh, we need to get cheese on one of the, on one of the old pay-per-view watches. Yeah. Yeah. We absolutely need him for one. Royal Rumble 1992. Oh, yeah. No, we got to watch that one at some point just because it feels like it's a staple of all watch-alongs. You got to watch. Have I watched 92 or did I watch? That's the. It was a bad one. 
No, yeah, I've, I've seen 92. One. So Wait. 92 is not Ric Flair. 92 is not tear in my eye. Yeah, that's the one. No, it was in 92. It was one where, like, I know Lawler was in the match. I can't Ooh, remember who so won. It's like 91, 93. There was some, like, bad fucking gimmicks in it. It wow. might have been in the 80s. I it was bad. Because, like, so here's 95. the thing. The one about the 92 and the flares, yeah, there's still bad gimmicks in it. It's just actually surprisingly a well I mean, but it's, it's stomachable because, like, you get well, the Ric Flair promo. So, so actually, surprisingly, the match itself is very well booked in terms of, mm-hmm. like, how eliminations happen and kind of how everyone comes in the ring. And it, it's it, I, I think it is something interesting. I would like to watch that, and I would like to watch Royal Rumble 2001. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that, that 2001 Royal Rumble, when Austin wins, might be the best one. Like Drew Carey came out to as a Rumble participant. Like, yep, that's the same pay per view. I think it had a ladder match between Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho. Which, by the way, when you say that, that sounds mm-hmm. incredible already. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a child murderer and Chris Jericho in a match. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm up for that. Kill that I kid. Love how the, the qualifier was that he was a child murderer. Well, what else am I supposed to say? Because like, he said well, murder suicide guy. There you go. Murder he was a murder suicide kill, guy. The only people he killed was himself and his family. Make it sound like he was John Wayne Gacy. Uh, you know, it's weird. I listened to a <laughs> podcast about John Wayne Gacy, and I'm actually gonna say that you know what, you're right. What John Gacy did was way worse. But yes, he was. I mean, before I cancel Netflix, I need to watch that. Uh, what's that series? I know they just did the one with John Wayne Gacy. Mind Hunter, Mind Ripper, something like that. No, it's a it's like a documentary series about Wait, like, serial killers. That actually America. might be Peacock. Actually, serial killers. No, it's on Netflix. As I see oh, somebody posted it. Okay, because I know they Netflix. have. I know Netflix has like a bunch of those that are really interesting. You guys want to listen? Yeah, if you want to listen to something good, um. Confessions with the killer. That's it. Oh, Amer- okay. American uh, um, American Scandal podcast. Mm-hmm. The Ted Kaczynski episodes Ooh. are fantastic. Is I'm not gonna lie to you. He was not wrong. He was the you know, Unabomber. Right? Ted Kaczynski was the uh, Unabomber. Unabomber. He, was the, I, he wasn't necessarily wrong. It was the the method in which he went method, about. Yeah. I know, yeah, I know, doing... I get that, but the thing is, but when you listen to what he said and when you see his writings, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's scary that. how his his mind went from I hate technology and I hate where the world is going and and urbanism. So my thought is I'm gonna blow up a bunch of people. That's the scary <laughs> thing with him. Yeah. It's that it's that leap of logic, like which I know his. I watched a. a podcast about him i forgot what it was it might have been a youtube video mm-hmm. about like his life before he went fucking crazy yeah. and like, he was always a weird guy but like super smart he yeah. do, you get from yeah college professor to i'm gonna start killing people is so like the amount of like serial killers <laughs> that you realize like okay how crazy is it is this idea the simple fact that ted bundy used used to work uh, do you guys know where he used to work he used to work for the uh the Republican. He was okay. That yes, and mm-hmm. like that was like him involved in politics. The other mm-hmm. thing he used to do, he used to work a suicide hotline. Yeah, 
and he talks several people down from killing themselves. Oh, because he's a fucking egomaniac. Wait, but but that to me is the, like, but but it's it's a weird thing that you, I know where where this is not sports. I'll bring it back to OJ at some point. Um, this <laughs> well, we're talking about murderers. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Um, I love how this went from Chris Benoit to the Unabomber to Ted Bundy to OJ wow. Simpson at some point. Uh, like with Ted Bundy and like other serial because it's it's like crazy to see like with BTK and a few guys like mm-hmm. that. Even even John Wayne Gacy, where it's like, oh, these guys are involved in their community in a weird way. They were just doing normal shit, and then it's yes. like, um, I kill people and I I <laughs> trap little boys in my basement. It's literally like that line. It's literally because like that you know American Psycho when he delivers that line. I like to dissect girls because you know yeah. I'm utterly insane. It's just like, yeah, just be the person across from me could be could have twenty bodies in their basement. I always think about that when I go By to like way, a sport. Don't event. open my basement door, guys. Ever you are Is not allowed in my basement. Just full of a bunch of like former Reds GMs. You do not want to know what's in there. <laughs> okay. It's 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 Castellanos, isn't it? No, we love Castellanos in this house. I don't know which one you like at this point with the Reds. I don't follow them. Just don't go in my basement, guys, okay? You will not like what you find. Trust me, I have no ambitions of... of I look, I will never go into a white person's basement. So just so you know... Come here, Anthony. I gotta show you something down in this here closet. I've seen enough shit, and I've read enough shit to know that white people's basements are more dangerous than fucking tornadoes. I'll stand outside (laughs) and take the tornado instead of going into your basement, bro. Okay? Come here, Anthony. I gotta talk to you in this closet here. Oh, no. Whenever I yeah. go to a place that's like heavily populated, I always think to myself, "Where's my escape plan?" Somebody here. No, I'm just thinking this is a good chance that somebody here is probably a serial killer or something. Oh, Kaufman. <laughs> Kaufman. Wow. Kaufman. Oh. That dude is too wholesome. Kaufman is way too wholesome. Now you're too obvious. Kaufman is so wholesome <laughs> that no one expect no one would expect Kaufman to be like a secret serial killer. And y'all know that I'm not wrong about this. He no, is the last Ulysses. person we would. No, no, Ulysses is a clear has problems. He's just short. He doesn't I've have met, that many no, problems. No, He's I've just met, short. No, no, of all the group, other than Kaufman, I'm the only one who's met him. Also, oh no, I don't see. Yes, the thing I don't know either. Kaufman is the one that I know the most. I don't know the three, the other three of y'all enough to even to have a gauge. Oh, oh no, Kaufman is clearly the serial killer amongst the group. That kid's gonna lose it one day. <laughs> That he's gonna lose it one day. I know he is. And well, he I isn't the be, only person and, and that went what? to the school that he went to that I think is gonna True. be like that. So, and I will support him in his massacre. So that's all. I'm saying that's a that hell now. of a thing to say on a on a podcast <laughs> about the go. I fully <laughs> endorse oh. your genocide. <laughs> oh, I am. I um, yeah. You know what? I I fully embrace him at market day at a marketplace. I for one welcome the, our new Kaufman overlord. Sure, you can have that. You can be you can be under Kaufman's thumb. I refuse to be like that kid has messaged me when he's drunk. So are no. you kidding me? He's gonna throw me in the dugout of terror. He's gonna throw you in the dugout, that's for sure. Along with every no, other- I'm interested in I'm interested in hearing about drunk Kaufman. Oh, he's something. <laughs> I've 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 tangled with, with high Kaufman many times. Mm-hmm. I've gotten texts from dump from drunk Kaufman. Those are always fun. Uh, Kaufman, if you're listening and you're not, this is fun. Uh, but, so, the Heat are going to do well. I have to ask you, Daryl. Mm-hmm. 
pulling your 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 fandom aside legitimately who do you think walks away from the east and the west fandom aside yeah if i'm going based off of what i've seen so far in the playoffs it's got to be boston and golden state I'm glad you say that because my only difference in, in my picks is that I think the Bucks are going to get it together heading into the playoffs. Wait, but I also think that they're going to play the, that they are also going to play the, the fucking Golden State Warriors. Bro, Boston is, I just. True. I'm sorry, bro. Like, I, I the know. Bucks have youngs, but. Wait, I know. No, I know what you're saying. Because part of I'm, me is I'm, like, I'm just saying, I think Jason I just, Tatum's on that level. Wait, I'm just, I, I wait, think it's time to, which is, which is crazy because hey. like a few episodes or, or like a few conversations ago with Kaufman, he was willing to put Jason Tatum in that nah category. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> no, nah, I think it's time to talk about Jason Tatum at that level. I, I'm I think ready it's, to talk about, I've been ready to talk about that for a while. Ever he's since been he decided for five to, years. Look, ever since he died, decided to get that hairdo that he's got now, I've been mm-hmm. ready. Okay. <laughs> I have been ready. Like this dude is rocking the same hair dude that every gay man in Austin is rocking. And I'm down. <laughs> I am down for it. All right. Give me your city bangs all day, every day, bro. Give me your Roman fucking George Clooney 1999 hairdo. And I am down. All right. But I really think Giannis is Dude, y'all. I know, I know Giannis. Giannis is I think Giannis guy. is the best player in the league. Ooh, and, but, and isn't it crazy though? Okay, I have to I, I have to bring this up. Isn't it crazy though that Giannis, I think I know you and I can agree, he is the best player. But oh yeah, man, people do not treat him like he is the best player in the league. Because people are bored and with I the way they're dangerous. bored with the way he plays. Which I don't fucking get it because I was watching that Bulls game. Bro, if you go on my Twitter, if you go on my Twitter, you will see me just quote tweeting a bunch of takes or retweeting just a bunch of shit. Okay, I can go to one right now on my Twitter. Yeah, please do. Um, Because Giannis is a fucking unit. Oh, the pussy deleted the tweet, bro. The dude basically said, he said essentially that uh, Giannis has no bag. Giannis just barrels and puts his head down and puts his, you know, puts his head into people's chest and goes. Yeah. And, goes and how many more fucking rings does he have than Jason Tatum? Here's my question, though. If he's won two MVPs, a championship, a finals MVP, a defensive player of the year or two, I can't remember specifically. All before he's 27, a multiple time all NBA player. And I, I have to take off after oh, this. Too, on so I'm just going to leave it with this and I'm, I'm going to leave the two of y'all. Because um, I have to dip out. What I will say is you this: You know where I'm going. It's just who gives a fuck about this hezzy tween bag bullshit if he's winning? Exactly. Who cares? Because here's the thing: at the end of the day, which fucking city's gonna host the parade? Who's gonna be on the fucking float celebrating a championship? Fucking hold it. Who is gonna be the person dropping a banner in their stadium? That is all that matters. I do not fucking care what numbers this person puts up in the plus. I don't care. (laughs) Exactly. Like Kyrie and KD could average 50 fucking points a night. They don't bring home a chip. I do not fucking care. So that being said, if Giannis brings home a championship tonight, fuck everybody who has just talked 
all of a sudden got tired of him and tired of him and decided to talk. Some shit. people have been doing this for the last like ever since for the last two years they've been doing this. Yes. When he, when him and when him and Harden were yo-yo when MVPs, people were doing that. Yeah. No. And it's just I'm like, are you in their prime? I'm gonna ask both of you in their prime. Would you take Harden or Giannis? I'm taking Giannis. Right. Exactly. Cheers. You're taking the honest. man with the hard last name. Yes. 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 What a telecombo. Because it's just. Like, pretty, 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 pretty. <laughs> yeah. That, like that. that name. But like, think about it though. Like the fact that like, if I asked you that question, you don't think about it. You just answer. No. Right. I don't. Oh, exactly. Well, I have, I have, I have an agenda against James Harden at the same so time. Do I. So, so do I. Wait, wait. To be fair, so do I. So let me, uh, let's rephrase <laughs> that. Oh man, Giannis. Um, you know what? Giannis, no, but Giannis from, if I'm talking pure basketball, I'm going Giannis. If we're talking well, Giannis or Steph, yeah, I was, I was about to say, go yeah, I was gonna say, there's only one guy who would take over him, and that's Steph. If we're talking prom going Steph because Steph, Steph's game changer. But you mm-hmm. know what? That's what Giannis is now. Giannis oh, is yeah, a game changer. And I just don't get this yeah. fucking like I don't get this like blind hatred towards the guy. Well, I want to okay. give him a hug. You he just exactly. seems like he, he, just, he seems like a hugger. Every time he busts out that joke book. Oh, we gotta we gotta go. Oh no, yeah, I'm about to take off y'all boys, but y'all be yeah. easy. Uh thanks for having me. Of course. And uh I'll catch y'all. Anthony, you let me know you? whenever. Where can they find you? Uh 3Ds1J on Twitter and the coach's challenge Darryl, on Twitch. Mm. This week, we'll do another pay per view. We'll get Cheeseman. On Let me know. And we're going to get uh, Cheeseman on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know what? Mm-hmm. I'll let him. Okay, I'd love to meet that Cheeseman guy. He sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he owns a Gordon Hayward jersey. He's not that cool. Yeah. All right, y'all boys. All right. Up? See you, man. Have a good one. Uh, Cheeseman. Ba-doop. Is there anything you would like to particularly talk about? Um, I mean, this was mainly meant to be a basketball basketball episode because. Well, that's what we got. That's the big thing that was. Going that's what's on. going. That's the big thing going um, on right now. So I, th- I think we covered it. What's funny is like, I can't think of anything else. There, ha- there has been NBA stuff, but I'll be honest. This whole this whole week, I've just t- kind of taken the time to like, you know, get away from sports for a little bit. Just. My world is so dominated by sports that I'm like, you know what. I think I need a break. I'm going to go watch that Nick Cage movie. Bitch, which, by the way, go watch that movie. I got to find it, yeah. You are going to love it. I got lucky enough to get end, to end up with uh, an, an advanced screening ticket because of my roommate. Um, but uh, the Nick Cage movie, Cheeseman, I think you're going to feel all the feels for it. Pe- Pedro Pascal is amazing in it. Um, the best way I can describe him is... From beginning to end, his performance is giggly. That's giggly. all. That's the only way I can describe it. Cheese. Is there anything sports you want to talk about, or should we just, you know, call it tonight? I think we just call it here. We're gonna call it here, guys. Enough. So you've been listening to the Beards and Balls podcast. We're probably gonna eventually come up with a rebranding. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, you can find me at Born to Run underscore nineteen. Where can you? They can find you, Cheeseman. At OG Cheeseman. On Insta, 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 Twitter. Is that what yeah. you're gonna say? We should, we should do that. We should do that. We should, we should honestly patent that right now. On the Insta, it's on the Insta now. 
yeah. so go find him there and uh yeah you can follow me if you don't have the, the you podcast. can follow my sunburn yeah oh he's very sunburned the podcast doesn't have a podcast uh doesn't have a twitter that's okay uh, you're gonna get that bag you're gonna you're gonna figure it out oh yes no no that that's what i was gonna say eventually we will so for now uh you know stick around with us and uh enjoy uh enjoy listening to drunk cast 69 69 nice say bye cheese bye cheese